welcome to This Week in Video Games, episode 33. My name's Tom Kershaw, and this is a podcast all about the world of video games. So this week, I've been playing Borderlands 3 and the FIFA 20 demo. In the news this week, Overwatch is coming to Nintendo Switch, SNES games are here for the Switch, and we're saying farewell to Madeline and the crew in Celeste through Chapter 9. So I'm back from my holiday, let's get to it. Welcome to the show everyone, I hope you're well and you're having a good week. I'm good this week and it's good to be back from holidays and back with you to chat about video games. So I've been away for a couple of weekends travelling around Ireland and Scotland with the missus and we had a great time in Dublin and then Edinburgh and I feel like I've neglected the UK when it comes to holidays. I've been to Greece, France, Portugal and further afield like Thailand and Sri Lanka but we really enjoyed Dublin and Edinburgh, uh, both definitely recommended, so if you ever get the chance to go, please do. Right, that's it for holiday chat, let's get into what I've been playing this week. So this week I've been playing Borderlands 3 and the FIFA 20 demo. The build up to Borderlands 3 has been fairly long, but I'm super excited it's finally here. I've heard a lot about the Borderlands games over the years, and this was one of the original looter shooters from back in the day. Lots of streamers I watch and gamer friends I know have told me about Borderlands and I simply missed the boat on Borderlands the first time round. Destiny has been a huge part of my gaming life over the past five years and Borderlands is where a lot of those ideas were either created or honed. So I've been super excited to jump into Borderlands 3 and it's finally here. I can't believe it. Also this week I've started a Discord for This Week in Video Games. So I'm opening it up to all listeners of the This Week in Video Games podcast so we can hang out, talk about video games and play games together. I'll post up news, articles, features and guides as well as new podcast episodes and YouTube videos that I create. I also thought it would be a great way to play games together, games like Destiny 2, Borderlands 3 and as new games come out then I'll create new channels dedicated to those games. But if you want to hang out with like-minded people, talk about video games and generally hang out and have some fun playing the latest games with me then come on over to Discord, the link's in the show notes. So first up this week, let's jump into Borderlands 3. What is up my bandit legions? Got Queen Tyrene coming at you live with my brother Troy. We're streaming, you're screaming, and we're all ready to open the great vaults. And when we do, our holy family's gonna tear the whole galaxy a new one. Oh, and if there's any vault hunters watching, don't expect mercy. I'm not that kind of god. I'm
Borderlands 3 is finally here and the Vault Hunters are back, looting and shooting their way through enemies, guns and fun bosses in this continuation of the Borderlands franchise, out now for PC, PS4 and Xbox One. I have to admit something, I've not played Borderlands 1 or 2 or Tales from the Borderlands. However, I've heard a lot about it over the years from streamers and friends who started their loot shooter careers with the franchise from Gearbox. So when Borderlands 3 was announced, I was excited to jump in and experience the world in all of its cel-shaded glory. So we start the game on Pandora. It's a wasteland of a planet and it's been overrun by bad guys and outlaws. Rather than stick to Pandora throughout the game, as in previous Borderlands games, we travel to new planets which provide a rich variety of environments, like the neon city of Promethea and the peaks of Athenus. Each location is teeming with loot in every nook and cranny. So at the start of the game, we get to select from four Vault Hunter classes. We've got Moe's the Gunner, Zane the Operative, Amara the Siren, and Flack the Beastmaster. Each have their strengths and weaknesses, but all are fun to play. So Moe's has the mech, Zane can create copies of himself, Flack controls a small army of beasts, and Amara's a siren, the mystical beings of the Borderlands world. Each character has three skill trees of progression that provides variety to your playstyle, and during my playthrough, I played as Amara the Siren, whose phase abilities included Phase Slam, Phase Grasp, and Phase Cast. So Slam allows Amara to jump and smash into the ground, damaging enemies in her path. Grasp creates a huge hand that comes out the ground to trap enemies in her grasp, leaving them helpless to immediate death. And Cast creates an astral projection that deals damage to everything in her path. So each character has a three-pronged skill tree, allowing for a good amount of customization. Each Vault Hunter feels different enough from each other to provide a unique experience and a range of build options, especially as you progress throughout the game. The campaign is fairly long, but the pace is good, and just when you're tired of one environment, Borderlands 3 mixes it up with new environments. Throughout the playthrough, you'll be partnered with companions and NPCs that have their own unique brand of Borderlands humour, which is constant throughout. It's definitely not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but I found myself chuckling along a few times. The humour's hit and miss, but it's consistent with the Borderlands universe and adds something different not found in other games. It's a little bit like Marmite. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. The sheer amount of weapons in the game is fantastic and a big selling point of Borderlands 3. There's variety like you've never seen before, and as you progress through the game, the guns get crazier and crazier. The gunplay feels fast, responsive, and there's heft to the shooting mechanics. It's not quite on par with something like Destiny, but the gunplay feels good, which is important in a first-person shooter. One thing you have to get used to early on is the inventory management, as your storage will fill up fast, forcing you to drop guns you no longer need or want until you can purchase more space. There's variety in ammo, scopes, barrels and weapon types and that will leave you with a huge smile on your face, creating numerous ways to burn through the plethora of enemies that will try and get in your way. The pace and the feel of the game are very satisfying as you traverse through varied environments. You'll be jumping, sliding and shooting your way through waves of enemies and big set pieces which ultimately feels a whole lot of fun. The boss encounters offer up enough of a challenge and variety that will keep you guessing. Bosses can feel a little bit bullet spongy later in the game, but the fact that you can kill them and then pick up the weapon that they were trying to kill you with adds an extra sense of satisfaction to the battles. The game can be played solo, or you can play co-op with up to four players in total online. 
Playing together with friends is a whole lot of fun and is where some of the best Borderlands action can be found. Although with more people comes more carnage and sometimes coupled with a graphical style it can feel a little tough to know what's going on as the environment gets really really busy. But it's very easy to drop in and play together with friends offering up level scaling and difficulty making it easy for friends to jump in together if they're on different levels. Borderlands 3 isn't a live service living game with constant updates. However, there is an end game offering up new game modes including Mayhem, True Vault Hunter, Circle of Slaughter and Proving Grounds. So these modes coupled with a lengthy campaign and different Vault Hunter classes and skill trees to unlock means Borderlands 3 is likely to keep you coming back and keep you busy for some time. Borderlands 3 is superb silly fun. There's a great variety in the gameplay through the weapon and character variation and the feel of the game will make you come back again and again. It's a game that just feels good to play and each time you finish your play session you'll leave with a big smile on your face. There's a good campaign filled with memorable moments and great set pieces and an end game that will keep you busy for months on end. Borderlands 3 plays it pretty safe and sticks to the model that's been successful in their previous games and provides you with a colourful, bombastic and fun experience. So it's developed by Gearbox Software, it's out now for Xbox One, PC and PS4 and was originally released on Friday the 13th of September 2019 and I gave the game a final score of 87 out of 100. So I'm really enjoying Borderlands 3 so far and as I said the first time I played through I played as a Mara however I'm looking forward to jumping back in and playing through as another Vault Hunter and jumping into the end game so it's a toss up at the moment between Moe's and Flack for my next playthrough. But what did you think about Borderlands 3? Let me know on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com or message me on Twitter at TWIVG podcast over there or jump into the This Week in Video Game Discord and we can play co-op together. And you can find a link to the Discord in the show notes of the podcast. Well, that's it for Borderlands 3. Next up, let's take a look at FIFA 20. So the FIFA 20 demo is out now for PC, PS4 and Xbox One. And you can jump into Champions League football with the likes of Liverpool, Real Madrid... Borussia Dortmund, PSG, Spurs and Chelsea. It sports a whole load of new moves and features. You've got strafe dribbling, tactical defending, adjusted goalkeeper movement and controlled finishing, as well as new and reworked game modes like FIFA Volta. Now Volta is really, really cool. It's a bit like FIFA Street and it offers up 3 versus 3, 4 versus 4 and 5 versus 5 matches with a whole new set of rules. And the emphasis here is on kind of stylish play rather than traditional 11v11. So you can play in venues all over the world. There's a cage in London and a rooftop in Tokyo. For the first time as well, both men and women players can get involved in the same match. So the regular game feels really, really good. It's responsive and the new features are really nice, especially the controlled finishing. Volta, however, is super fun, although I haven't quite got the hang of it just yet. I'm enjoying my time with the demo so far and I'm really looking forward to the full game coming out on the 24th of September 2019. So if you like FIFA and you've played it over the years like me, jump into that demo now. It's free. You can download it on PC, Xbox One and PS4. So if you're not quite sure about FIFA 20 and uh, you want to give it a go, jump in for free, try it out, see what you think and let me know on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. What did you think of it? 
Well, if you're enjoying This Week in Video Games podcast, then head on over to iTunes and leave us a nice review. It really helps get the word out about the podcast, so if you've got access to iTunes, then I'd really appreciate it if you headed on over there and gave us a nice five-star review. And don't forget, This Week in Video Games has a YouTube channel that goes alongside with the podcast. The YouTube channel's got the entire archive of the podcast, as well as dedicated reviews, interviews and features. So search This Week in Video Games on YouTube and subscribe today for all the latest content. And if you want to see anything specific on YouTube, send me an email to podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. It would be great to hear from you. Next up, let's take a look at the news of the week. So first up in the news this week, SNES games are finally here on the Nintendo Switch. And Nintendo announced during their recent Direct that the rumours indeed are true and SNES games are now playable on Nintendo Switch Online. So Nintendo said they won't be releasing regular monthly updates to Nintendo Switch Online for the NES and SNES libraries and they're going to release once in a while. And there's some classic games here that simply must be played, including Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past... Super Mario Kart, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, F-Zero and Star Fox as well. And Super Tennis also holds a special place in my heart as I've played many a summer playing that game. Although I did go back to it when it came out on Nintendo Switch and I must say it's much harder than I remember. <laughs> but the full list, so we've got 20 games that have come out on Nintendo Switch and uh, we've got Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire... Demon's Crest, we've got F-Zero, that's an absolute classic game. We've got Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics. Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dream Land 3. Pilot Wings, that's another classic as well, which I didn't mention. Star Fox, Stunt Race FX as well. That's a really, really cool release. That's quite a rare game uh, that we didn't see on the SNES Classics. That's really cool. We've got Super EDF, Earth Defense Force, nothing to do with the uh, electricity company here in the UK. So we've got Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, the original where it all started, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and that is another classic, really, really good game. Super Metroid, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Soccer, Super Tennis, and there's a lot of supers there. And the Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, and especially with Link's Awakening remake coming out next week. If you wanted to jump in and get a little flavour of The Legend of Zelda, well, A Link to the Past is an absolutely phenomenal game, one of the best games ever made, and it's right there for uh, the cheap, cheap price of Nintendo Switch Online, and uh, you can play it uh, wherever you want. So that's fantastic news and uh, unbelievable. And uh, what do you think? Send me an email on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. I'd love to hear what you think about SNES games on Switch. And, uh, well, what other SNES games do you want to see hopefully coming to Nintendo Switch really soon? Talking of coming to Nintendo Switch, Overwatch is coming to Nintendo Switch on October the 15th. And Blizzard and Nintendo are teaming up to bring the popular team shooter Overwatch to Nintendo Switch on October the 15th, 2019. So there were rumours of this happening back in August, when an Overwatch Switch carry case leaked online, but it was quickly removed. However, it turns out the rumours are true. Tracer and the gang are coming to Nintendo Switch. So there's no specific details at the moment about the Switch port, for example, cross-play or cross-save. However, more details will be released in the build-up to launch in the coming weeks. So super exciting news there. If you like Overwatch and uh, you want to play it on the move, well, it's going to happen soon. 
Next up in the news, Celeste Free DLC has been released in Chapter 9 Farewell. And Matt Thorsten announced on Twitter earlier in the year that he and the team are working on some new content for Celeste. And it would be free and it would be a goodbye to fans of the game. Celeste has proved wildly popular with fans and it has over 500,000 units in sales, which is absolutely fantastic for an indie game. The Chapter 9 DLC includes 100 new levels, uh, which are apparently super, super hard, and new story content as well. The announcement was accompanied by a tweet from Matt and his new company, Extremely OK Games, a new Vancouver-based studio. Extremely OK Games also said they're working on a new game, which is really, really exciting news indeed. So if you want to play the new content, you have to play through and complete Chapter 8, Uh, which I found out this week I wanted to jump into the new content but I realised I hadn't completed the core and uh, so I went back and completed chapter 8 of Celeste and I must say I'm super glad that I did really really fun one of the one of the best gaming experiences I've had and uh, really really satisfying and Celeste continues to wow me even after all these months since it's been out Um, So it's well worth it, and um, as I say, Celeste is one of the best indie games of recent years, and definitely gets the This Week in Video Games seal of approval. So if you like Celeste, jump into Chapter 9 now, and let me know what you think on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. Next up in the news, Apple Arcade launches on September the 19th. Apple has announced its gaming subscription service, Apple Arcade, is due to launch next week on September the 19th across their family of iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, Mac and Apple TV. So the service was announced back in March 2019 and we've been waiting for some more details. The launch of the new service coincided with iOS 13 and it's 4.99 in the UK and also 4.99 in the US. The monthly subscription allows customers access to over 100 full games and exclusives. And Apple will continue to add to the library of games each month and games won't feature ads or microtransactions and we've got some of the games here so there's Rayman Mini that's coming from Ubisoft Uh, Choo Choo Rocket Universe that's coming from Sega we've got a new uh, Gungeon game and that's Exit Exit the Gungeon from Devolver Uh, we've got Pac-Man Party Royale from Bandai Namco and Various Daylife as well which is a really intriguing game from Square Enix so Apple's offering its audience a free month of trial for Apple Arcade and details can be found on their website and so, yeah, what do you think about this? Send me an email on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. I'm not really sure if there's anything there for me. I mean, I don't have Apple devices. Uh, I used to have an iPhone, um, but I switched over to Android in about 2012. Um, so I'm not really sure it's for me. I mean, I have a Mac at home, but um, it doesn't really look like any of these games will be grabbing me. So um, various day life looks quite interesting and Pac-Man Party Royale um, also quite interesting I wonder if that's kind of a, a Battle Royale game but there's nothing really there that grabs me and says yeah that's worth four ninety nine. but I don't know about you but I've got quite a few streaming services I've got Netflix I've got Now TV you know various other streaming services that pay for Nintendo Switch Online as well um, I'm not really sure if there's room in my life for another streaming service and if if there is, it's really going to have to grab me with their content, make me sit up and go, yep, yeah, I need that. And I think that's one of the amazing things Nintendo have done, first with their kind of NES library, now the SNES library. You can imagine Nintendo building up that library over time. And really, that's the only place to play those games on modern consoles. You know, With various kind of games on Steam or Epic, you can play them on PC, you can play them on your Steam Link, or you can play them 
you know, wherever across various platforms, but with Nintendo and those exclusive titles that really kind of drives customers to their subscription service. And here, for me, there's nothing really there. But the proliferation of Apple devices is huge. There's millions and millions and millions of them out there. So I'm sure that uh, some of their customers are going to be really interested in this. Especially, I know Apple are releasing a family plan as well. Um, But yeah, let me know what you think on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. I'd love to hear what you think. Next up, Death Stranding is adding a very easy mode for movie fans. And Hideo Kojima announced last week the upcoming game Death Stranding has got a very easy mode for movie fans. So the game has got some top movie stars and Kojima doesn't want fans alienated from the game with difficulty. So he's opening up the world of Death Stranding so casual fans can uh, play through using a very easy mode. And this is going to allow players not used to video game mechanics to play through the game with little difficulty indeed. And uh, Kojima was there at the Tokyo Game Show this week and they showed off, I think it was 49 minutes of gameplay in Tokyo. And uh, we got a whole lot more. And the the reaction to the game has been fairly, fairly mixed and fairly interesting. So we're finding out more about the main character now and how he's kind of travelling across America and creating strands through different uh, characters uh, based in this kind of post-apocalyptic America and creating these strands uh, between um, different NPCs and you're opening up connections. And, uh, yeah, it looks really, really interesting. Um, There's some footage of the main character, Sam, as um, his shoes get busted, I think, and you can you can sit down, take a rest, take off your shoes and check out uh, check out Sam's feet which looks kind of disgusting, but there you go. But yeah, really, really interesting game. I'm, uh, it's coming out on the 8th of November 2019. Go online, check out the latest Death Stranding video from the Tokyo Game Show 2019, and you'll see that 48 or 49 minutes of footage. Uh, really, really interesting stuff, and Kojima continues to tease us in terms of what this game is. But yeah, it looks super interesting, and can't wait until the 8th of November. Finally in the news this week, we've got some of the weirdest news I think I've ever heard as KFC have created a dating sim called I Love You, Colonel Sanders. And it's the surprise game you never knew you wanted, but KFC has created. It's a dating sim where you can try it on with the Colonel called I Love You, Colonel Sanders. So I Love You, Colonel Sanders is a finger-licking-good dating simulator. Oh my goodness. And it's a new game uh, from PSYOP where you play through as a student in a cooking school and your objective is to date Colonel Sanders and become his business partner, in inverted commas. Uh, so there's cooking battles, multiple characters and uh, life-changing decisions. So the Steam page description says, Welcome to the most delicious dating simulator ever created. Do you have what it takes to be the business partner of and win the heart of the most famous chicken salesman of all time? <laughs> Play to find out. Go ahead. Colonel Sanders is waiting, uh, which sounds both delicious and creepy at the same time. (laughs) If you'd have asked me last week if I'd be talking about KFC and a Colonel Sanders dating simulator uh, on the first week back of the podcast, I would have told you, you are mad. Stop talking to me and go away. But here we are. It's 2019. And uh, this, I guess this is what we create now. (laughs) But let me know on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com or on Twitter at TWIVGpodcast and let me know if <laughs> if the KFC game is something for you, it's, uh, it's finger looking good. <laughs> well, that's it for the news this week. Next up, let's take a look at the charts. 
So at 10 this week, we've got Wreckfest, which is down eight places from last week's number two. Number nine this week, we've got Catherine Full Body Atlas, which is a new entry. At eight this week, it's FIFA 19, and that's up three places from 11 last week. Uh, seven this week, it's Super Mario Maker 2, which holds on to the place of number seven from last week. Number six this week, it's Marvel Spider-Man, up two places from number eight last week, and that looks like it's been boosted by the uh, Game of the Year Anniversary Edition, so that, that's really cool. Uh, number five this week, it's Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, up one place from six. Four this week, it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, up one place from five. Holding steady at number three, we've got the Man of Medan, and up a whopping 17 places to number two from number 19, it's Spyro Reignited Trilogy. And new in at number one, it's NBA 2K20 from 2K Games, and uh, yeah, well, congratulations to 2K Games. And uh, NBA 2K20 there in at number one. Well, that's it for the charts this week. Next up, let's have a look at what we got coming up next week. So coming up next week, we've got AI, the Somnium Files. That's coming out on PC, PS4 and Nintendo Switch. That's on the 17th of September. We've got a few games on the 17th. We've got Bus Simulator. That's coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. We've got Castle Crashers Remastered. It's coming out on Nintendo Switch, also on the 17th. And we've got Groundhog Day, like Father, like Son. That's on PC VR and PSVR. Then on the 19th of September, we've got FIFA 20. That's coming out on EA Access. And we've got Truck Driver coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. Then on the 20th, we've got a lot of games. And the big one, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Remake, is coming out on Nintendo Switch. We've got Lego Jurassic World that's coming out on Switch. We've got Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, that's coming out on Switch. And we've got Nino Kuni Remastered, Wrath of the White Witch, that's coming out on PC and PS4 as well. We've got Platoon's Party, that's coming out on Nintendo Switch. We've got The Sojourn, coming out on PC, PS4 and Xbox One. And as well, we've got the Untitled Goose Game, finally coming out, that's coming out on PC and Nintendo Switch as well, on September the 20th. So what do you think about all these games? Send me an email on podcast at thispeakinvideogames.com. Let me know what you're looking forward to next week. And I think for me, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening is the big one. Uh, Platoon's Party I've heard about looks quite interesting. And the Untitled Goose Game as well looks really, really, well, quite frankly, weird. Well, that's it for this week's episode. If you want to get involved in the show, email me on podcast at thispeakinvideogames.com or you can check out the latest on the website. Send in your questions, your comments, your video game stories. I'm always interested in hearing from you and what you're playing. I'm also available on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and Instagram. So search This Week in Video Games on your favourite platform and join in the conversation. And if you want to support This Week in Video Games, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games. And in exchange for supporting the show, you get shout outs on the show, Discord access, exclusive Patreon content polls, special design podcast scripts and stickers. So if you enjoy This Week in Video Games, then sign up to Patreon. It would be great to see you there. So thank you once again for hanging out with me and chatting about video games. I hope you have a good week. I'll talk to you next weekend, and I'll see you in Pandora.